0: Wake up with Milwaukee's favorite
2: morning show. It's not just, we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed, no matter
0: how a it may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee.
1: Telly, where are all the watch Where are the hey. brothers going to be? Hey.
0: <laughs>
1: I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is
0: Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes.
1: Happy Friday Eve. Friday Junior, as Telly (laughs) calls it. I'm so happy, y'all. It is Friday Eve. We've made it. It's the first week of November. It's the most wonderful time of the year, but we're not going to get into that quite yet because we have so many (laughs) great topics that we're going to talk about today. Good morning, Telly.
2: Good morning, Denise. How are you? I am great. It's great to be here this morning.
1: It is. And you know what? I have to publicly again acknowledge that Telly. And don't be playing that dog on button, Rhea. <laughs> she has no idea what we're she
2: don't about. know what the button is.
1: <laughs> look, Rhea's like, you know what, Denise, give me about two days to just get myself together. Rhea, you are doing a phenomenal job, okay? Nope. Look, this is what this is what people have to understand.
3: We are the uh, yeah. what do
1: you call it in sports? Um the during track and field, the first people to kick off the race? Uh,
2: uh, not the prelims. The like, uh,
1: we're the, uh, not the anchor, because the anchor is the person that finishes uh, it off. Yeah,
2: right? like, the, you're the starter. You're, yeah, you're the...
1: We're the starter. Yeah, yeah,
2: we're the starters. So, so, so
1: oftentimes, we, yeah, it, go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, and, uh, and, no, no, I know what you, you know, I know where you were going with this, and, uh, and Rhea, we, we know, and we understand as well, people don't, people don't get it. Like, It's one thing to get up early in the morning but it's another thing to get up and have to function. Actually have your brain working.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, and let's let's also remind everybody that not only are we functioning at six something in the morning, it's live radio. So it's like there's no so I appreciate I have a newfound appreciation for Good Morning America Today, CBS in the morning, all the people who get up at four o'clock in the morning. Look now, now I will say this: they they have a little bit of a bigger budget than we do. You know, they got makeup <laughs> artists and all that stuff. But look, shout out to all the producers who produce live talk radio at six in the morning or prior. Kudos to you, Ria. Kudos to all the AM producers. But what I was going to say is, Telly, I I once again have to say uh, that you were right. I know. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I wasn't really feeling humans (laughs) because this year (laughs) I've lost good friends uh, through illnesses, through tragedy, in terms of like just sudden death. Um, Relationships that I thought were healthy ended up not being. So it's been a lot of loss for me this year. And you were saying, Denise, you have a lot to be thankful for. And, you know, first I was like, let me be let me be mad. Let me be mad, Tilly. (laughs) Well... A friend of mine had uh, called me, I forgot to tell, I meant to share this with you yesterday, but a friend of mine called me and said, hey, I was listening to the show, and, you know, your, your co-host, your brother Telly was reminding you, and he said, Denise, I, I agree with Telly. He was like, you know, you, you got to just really give God the, the, the praise and the, and the thankfulness for everything that you do have. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, and man, for him to just run down the list, and he was like, and he didn't even get to everything. He was like, I know more stuff. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah.
0: I was like, I'm going to tell
1: Telly on the air. <laughs> You're right. Because what? as far as like where I've been able to work this year, I've been able to work across the globe in countries like yes. you know, um, uh, Rio de Janeiro. And you know, I've been to London several times this year. But what I really am thankful for and I, and I struggle with saying this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. When I tell y'all a year ago, a year ago, I was in Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, and Bethlehem. Just a year ago, this time. And to be mm-hmm. able to be on this show, knowing that the American citizens, you know, Palestine Americans, all, all types of Americans that are in Gaza or trying to get across the border, you know, from Egypt. And I'm here. I have nothing yeah. to complain about. Yeah. And, and, nothing.
2: And, and, Denise, it's, and my heart
1: it, goes out to those people.
2: Yes. And, and there's something uh, to be said about that. And thank you. And I don't try to do things to just be like, oh, you're right, or this, that, and the other. I also... Am preaching to myself when I say things like that because yeah. it's really easy to focus on the things that's not going right, or the things that you don't have, or the things that you feel like you should have, and you oftentimes forget about the things that you do have and the things that you used to say you wanted, and now that you got them, it's like, well. You know, you forgot how much you wanted those things. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, This year with the Big Ten Network, before the season started last year, I was just hosting in the studio. Every Friday night, I had a Friday night show on the Big Ten Network. And then they came to me and said, this year, Telly, we don't know how many opportunities we're going to have for you in the studio, but we'll make sure you do some sideline reporting. We'll get you in as much as we possibly can. And when you hear something like that, you're like, God, dog. Like I went from a steady every Friday knowing what I was going to do to each week not knowing what I'm going to do. But I look back on it and I say, man, look how good God is. Not only yeah. I have worked every single weekend, but I have covered four Ohio State Football games and Ohio State is the number one team in the country. Now, mm-hmm. I remember when I was doing high school, I was doing minor leagues, I was doing this, that, and the other. And the one thing we would say is, Gosh, I just wish I was covering good teams. I wish I was covering good games. And then when you finally get that, you can't sit here and complain and be like, Well, shoot, I ain't, yeah, this is cool, but. I still wish I was in the studio. To stand the other- no, things happen for a reason. And so I get it where it's it's much easier to focus on the things that's not going right because you want them to go right. But sometimes you got to really shift it and say, okay, let me be grateful for what I have. These are the things I do have. I am waking up. A year ago, we didn't have this to, uh, this radio show.
1: Come on! Yeah, that has always been (laughs) on my vision board. Right, and you know, and how many years has that been on your vision
2: board, Denise? How many years uh, has that been on your vision board?
1: I'll put it to you like this: I started doing vision boards. Uh, My mother sent me a letter, and she talked about, and I've shared this story before, where Jim Carrey, the comedian Jim Carrey, had wrote himself a check for twenty million dollars when he first started his career. Mm -hmm. He had nothing. And when he made the film Dumb and Dumber, I believe that was 1994, guess what he did with that check that he wrote to himself? He cashed it. Wow. And so when my mother, because my mother, all my family members know I'm commerce driven. And so when she said, Denise, you got to start creating visions. You got to write it down. You got to, you know, strategically post it so that you see it cuz when you see it, it manifests. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was oh man, it's been years, Telly. I would say easily 20 years yeah. being on having to own my radio show. That's been on the vision board since then. Um now, speaking of the big 10,
2: I got <laughs> to talk about this.
1: <laughs> now, We're going to get into two things within the Big Ten. Yes, yes. But for those that do not know, I am born and raised in Evansville, Indiana. I'm from Evansville, Indiana, born and raised, lived there the vast majority of my life. And actually, I moved from Evansville to Milwaukee in 2003. Mm. And I've, I've shared with Telly because as Telly covers the Big Ten college games, Some parts of Indiana, I'll be like, Telly. It
2: might be 2023
1: and we might be free, but (laughs) be careful. Right. Um, (laughs) In all seriousness, however you feel, however you feel about Bobby Knight, he was an icon in the state of Indiana and he was an icon in the. Big 10. Just in college and in basketball. In, 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 I was gonna say in the NCAA.
2: Yeah, just college basketball.
1: Bobby Knight passed away yesterday at the age of 83 in his home in Bloomington, Indiana, where Indiana University is located. And again, he was one of the most winningest coaches as well as the most controversial. I don't care what anybody says. Now, when he was fired, from indiana university and i believe this was was this 90 no this was 2000 what what year let me let me check because
2: it was a oh man
1: let me tell y'all right now because i remember exactly tell when i tell you this i'm not even exaggerating i remember exactly where i was when the news broke that's how big of a deal bobby knight is to hoosier nation i.e state of indiana I walked into work, and some grown men were crying. A lot of people were just, like, looking very somber. You could hear, as we say down south, because I'm from southern Indiana, you could hear a gnat piss on cotton. That's how quiet it was. Okay?
2: <laughs> 2000. And it was the year 2000, 2000 he got fired from the night, was, uh, from Indiana. Yep.
1: You would have thought Bobby Knight died then.
2: Mm -hmm. You would
1: have thought he died when, when Indiana let him go. And I get it. It was politics because at that point his coaching was regarded as inappropriate behavior.
2: Yeah. That's
1: when he grabbed
2: one of his players. Yeah. It was like a huge controversy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now in our community, in the black community, a lot of, I think it was, uh, man, this had to be, probably 87 or 89 and i'm very good friends with this family went to his wedding calbert cheney
2: oh okay calbert cheney can yep, shoot trans. that thing man
1: i didn't know you were yeah, friends so with Calvert
2: cheney wow okay i'm yeah, sorry Calbert's continue from yeah
1: yeah Calvert's from Evansville. we all we all went to harrison high school shout out to warrior nation even though that's a whole nother conversation
2: did not know um, that. wow
1: yeah, Calvert Cheney, left hander. Yeah, when he played for um Washington and he lived in Washington and so anyway, yeah, shout out to the Calvert to the Cheneys, Liz, his sister, all of them. Okay, so anyway, when Bobby Knight whipped him, black folks went nuts. Mm-hmm. And I don't even need to go there in terms of why.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I I, I want to say this: I don't want to ever try to persuade somebody to feel the way they feel. However you feel about Coach Knight, that's how you feel. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, and I said this to you last night when I texted you. One thing about Coach Bobby Knight, every one of his black college players graduated. He was committed to making sure that all of his student athletes graduated yeah. Even if your if your end goal was to go into the NBA, you gonna go to school. You are gonna go to class, and you are gonna graduate.
2: And that started with that nineteen. Well, didn't start then, but that nineteen seventy six undefeated team that featured mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas. But he coached so many great black players, yes. from Mike Woodson, who is the coach now, to uh, not just Isaiah Thomas, but. Uh, uh Quinn Buckner. Calbert, Uh Calvert. Yeah. Oh, of course, Calvert. Cheney. Man, I'm telling you, he was one of my favorite dudes, man. Uh yeah, so the list goes on and on and on. And uh, like you said, D.T., Bobby Knight, real name, Robert Montgomery Knight, passed away at eighty-three, and what an icon that is lost in the game of college basketball. And I know we're going to get into it much more because we got several stories coming out of the Big Ten, but this is the biggest one. Let's continue this conversation on the other side of the break. 833-212-1017 is the number, Truth Nation. Hit us up. Let us know your thoughts and memories of Coach Bob Knight, who passed away at the age of 83. More Truth Be Told with DT and Telly coming up after the break.
0: Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017TheTruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017TheTruth.com.
1: show on planet earth truth be told with dt and telly this your girl dt we got telly coming to you live from the american family insurance studio in the heart of downtown milwaukee and you know we're in the avenue if you're just joining us good morning thank you so much for starting your friday eve here on the truth and this is the only station where you're going to get 11 consecutive hours of live black talk radio definitely tune in and watch us live. You can not just hear us, but you can also see us. I've got my D T see my see my coffee mug? If y'all tune in right now.
2: I thought a, it was gonna be David. the other one that you really love, uh that no. that features somebody you know, without fire, a shirt. Right?
1: Yeah. He's a, he's under fire right now, so look, I, I know I do not I c I don't I don't start mess unless it's really, really gonna bring me either joy or no, I'm just playing. No, I'm not <laughs> going to use that cup for a while. I gotta. We're talking about Justin Timberlake, y'all. Yeah. You know he's under fire, but you know, and, and I'm not. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. As much as I love Justin Timberlake, and he's admitted this. He is, He has made public statements about how he's gotten away with things because of his white privilege being a white man in this country, and specifically with regards to the Super Bowl halftime performance with Janet Jackson, mm. as well as the most recent revelation uh, that Britney, Britney Spears revealed in her memoir that basically they, they got pregnant, she wanted to keep the baby, and he was like, no, have an abortion. So I'm just like, it, it, it just reminds you that what goes on in the dark will always come to the light. And that was my you- truth
2: of the matter last week.
1: Was it? Yeah, Yeah. man. That's why I'm careful about how I treat people. Okay, y'all, tune in to our live stream because I'm holding up this amazing coffee mug that was made by a black-owned business. If you stream, less live now. You can go to YouTube. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So once we get here on vMix... Tune in live. You can either go to Twitter or YouTube and search 101.7 FM, the truth, or 101.7, and you will see my beautiful coffee mug. Give us about <laughs> five, five to 11 trillion minutes. But as soon as I'm up, I'm going to let you all know, because I want you all to see this beautiful coffee mug that a black-owned business made for me. Before break, we were talking about Bobby Knight, legendary Indiana University basketball coach, Bobby Knight, one of the greatest to do it, he passed away yesterday in his home, surrounded by his family at the age of 83. And I'm going to tell you right now, however you felt about Coach Knight, the one thing that I know my family admired about him was the fact that he was a disciplinarian.
2: Yeah. And and, and Denise, you won't find this ever happening again. You were talking about oh no. when – Indiana fired Bobby Knight, you remember exactly where you were and what was going on. It was so crazy. I say this won't ever happen again. You recall students were protesting.
1: Oh, the
2: whole state. (laughs) I mean, seriously,
1: you would have thought the man had died then because I was like, what's wrong? Because, you know, this was in 2000. There was no social media. There was no texting. It was just like. I, I didn't know. I walked into the uh, to the office where I was working at the time, and I was like, what's wrong? And they said, Coach Knight. And I was like, what's wrong? I thought they were going to say he passed <laughs> in. They uh, were like, I, you just fired him. And I said, what? I mean, the whole state of Indiana
2: wow. yes. was sick. Yes. You th-
1: cannot talk about Bobby Knight and not talk about Indiana.
2: Yes, absolutely. You cannot talk about
1: Indiana and not talk about Coach Bobby Knight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, Period. It's
2: just what it is, and uh, they came out. If I'm not mistaken, uh, not only a book but a documentary. It might even be a thirty for thirty on. It's called Three Nights, uh, Three Nights of Bobby, or or Three Nights in in Indiana, something like that, where they documented like what happened, like those three nights because he did an interview with Jeremy Shap and. And uh, he came out and said, you're nothing like your dad. Like, on the air, like, like. don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. He was a disciplinarian, but Bobby Knight was off the chain, too, now. Like, you oh, yeah. want to oh, talk about. Here's
1: the thing. <laughs> he, he was off the chain. And, you know, now, y'all know it's it's. Uh, I'm very public about how I curse, which is why probably God put me on this show because he knows I can't do that. And you know he oftentimes during those post game conferences oh, gosh. where people would challenge him you know it would be boop boop
2: boop like boop, boop, yes. be a bleep yes
1: and what basically was the straw that broke the camel's back was and and here's the thing check this out telly one of the opponents players and i forget which game it was but basically referred to coach knight by his last name. Just said, you know, what's up, Knight, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Coach Bobby Knight was old school.
2: Oh, he didn't play that. And
1: he, he grabbed that player by the arm, and he said, what you say? <laughs> when you talk to me, you put, he pre- basically did a bird man. You put some respect yeah. on my name. I'm yeah. not Knight. I'm Coach Knight, Mr. Knight, Sir Knight. And that's what basically got him fired from IU. And then he had to uh, – Go. He, he then got hired by Texas Tech, A M. and M, Texas Tech, T- Texas,
2: Tech. Oh, Texas, Tech, thank
1: Texas you. Tech, Texas Tech. Yes, Tech, Texas
2: because Tech. I I know that for a fact because that was the first time I encountered Coach Knight, and not encountered, but I was covering the Big Twelve basketball tournament in Kansas City, and uh, he walked in, and let me tell you, DT, it was. Like, you see this man on TV. You've heard about him. You see how he has this skull. Like, you never saw him smile. In 39 seasons at Indiana, you never saw him smile. And the other thing about him, he was not a small guy. Like, Bob Knight no. was like 6'4", and he'd no. walk in. and And I remember when I first saw him, I was just like this, like, man. I go, Coach (laughs) Knight.
1: Well, you know, he served. He played. He's he's originally from Ohio. He served in the army as well as played basketball. So he's always been a very, you know, competitive, structured, disciplined man.
2: Yeah, because when you
1: serve in the army combined with playing, you know, sports, you—I mean—that's part of your DNA. Yeah, yeah. You're you're talented. You're structured. You're disciplined. Mm -hmm. You're used to yes, sir, no, sir. So he brought those same principles into his coaching style, and then. This is my truth, y'all. This is why, this is why a lot of you know these young let me stop. Go ahead, Telly. <laughs> about, look, look at Rhea. But, She's like, yeah. Go uh, ahead and start uh, talking uh, about us millennials. All I'm saying is this. I can't, I can't knock the millennials in terms of discipline because Gen Xers and baby boomers raise millennials. I have a millennial son, I have a gen or excuse me, millennial daughter, I have a Gen Z son. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is this, and then we're gonna move on, Telly. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful. I'm so grateful that I came from a traditional household of parenting where, you know, my dad didn't raise his voice a lot. But when he did, <laughs> at me,
2: it meant some.
1: <laughs> I would I would tell people all the time I would rather be grounded than be in trouble with my dad. Yeah. So do you think OK, based on and we're going to take a break.
2: And I want to add something parents, before we do that, but go ahead. Sure. No, as i was just parents, y'all. Just, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah.
1: As go. as parents, <laughs> Natalie, be quiet. I'm done. As parents, <laughs> <laughs> as parents, are we disciplining inappropriately? Are we disciplining correctly? Are we are we building a next generation of youth that are fully prepared? to lead in this country in this world that's the question i have for you truth nation are we as parents whether we're gen x baby boomers even millennials the older millennials are we incorporating discipline into our parenting when we come back we want to hear from y'all the truth talk and text line is 833-212-1017 you're listening to truth be told with dt and telly on the award-winning 1017 fm the truth
0: Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: Oh, that Paul Wolf! That Paul Wolf, <laughs> baby! Pe- people's champ! The people's champ! <laughs> Speaking of which! Good morning, y'all. The black-owned business, Give Back, is back. We have, again, teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter. Of 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That is blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth for official rules. Head to blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank member FDIC. If you're just tuning in, good morning, happy Friday Eve, happy Friday Junior. Thank you so much. We were talking about Coach Bobby Knight, the legendary Coach Bobby Knight. For y'all that don't know, I'm from Indiana. So this one hurt. This one hurt yesterday when I received the news. I text Telly and Kyle immediately, and I was like, y'all, we got to talk about this tomorrow. Because one of the things that was controversial, in addition to Coach Knight being one of the most winningest, talented, results driven coaches was that his way of coaching as part of disciplining or Mm -hmm. responding was was deemed as controversial and during the break telly and i were talking about if you look at all of the and since this is black talk radio let's just talk about some of the black players that he coached that went on to be very successful post their college careers isaiah thomas Mm -hmm. calbert cheney uh, brother. What was the other brother's name? Mike Walter?
2: Woodson. Uh, Mike Woodson. Uh, Mike Woodson, who's the coach today. He used to be the coach for the New York Knicks. He had an NBA career. You also got Quinn Buckner, who was an Olympian. Uh, he's now the color analyst for the Indiana Pacers. Um, so, uh, coach Knight has had so many, and we're not even – we're just scratching the surface. Those are just the most we're just scratching known the ones. yes.
1: The, of the black players and if and what we telling I were talking about which is going to lead us into this question caller we see you give us 2 seconds none of his players were ever in any type of controversy any type of mess
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: not calvert not isaiah not mike and if you look at a lot of coaches that were deemed as controversial with their coaching style and I've never ever heard of anyone compared to coach Bobby Knight's style of coaching no but even like Joe Jackson Michael Jackson's father the Mm -hmm. Jackson family's father everybody talked about Joe Jackson Joe Jackson you know how how abusive he was and his style of parenting but when you think about how the kids turned out you never ever heard anything controversial about any of those children yeah but i and if you want to talk about the whole child molestation scandal with michael jackson we not that's a whole nother like come on now because again as i said yesterday we're not going to try to erase somebody's legacy because they have too much power but anywho i know we got a caller we want to go to this caller because the question is as parents what is what is too much discipline what's the right way to discipline what's the wrong way and because coach knight again his, his coaching style was regarded as controversial. But when you look at the results, so we have a caller. Caller, good morning. Thank you so much for listening. You are live with DT and Telly on Truth Be Told. What is your comment or question? Good
3: morning. My name is Dan. Uh, good morning, Dan. I got to meet Bobby Knight. I got to meet Bobby Knight twice. Uh, once in high school. Uh, he was real close to my high school coach. Football coach. Uh, my football coach was a roommate with uh, Vince Lombardi Jr. and he invited Bobby Knight, and we all had dinner with him. It was the dopest dinner I ever had, and everything to have uh, someone of that caliber sit down with us and just connect with us on a personal level. Then I met him again at his uh, sports center in Texas, and Bobby Knight really, you know, like he really care about uh, the youth and everything. And I think that's why he goes so hard with his his discipline, and his competitiveness. Um, to answer your question, though, you know, like, I believe every parent is still disciplining a child. I have three daughters ages 7, 6, and 5. <laughs> See, they're in the background. Yeah. And, uh,
1: <laughs> Hi, baby.
3: Good yeah, morning. Every, every,
1: child,
3: <laughs> hey, every child needs discipline, but uh, there's a such thing as too much discipline when you lose foresight. Of, of your missing, you know, when you when you trying to bring discipline uh, because just because you're angry and you don't have control of yourself. But every child needs discipline.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you Man, for the call, Dan. Point. You're absolutely correct. Dan, and and there's so many different ways that you can discipline. It doesn't always have to be in a negative or in a physical way as well. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you minute. for the call, Dan. First of
1: all, Dan is a triple threat. He gave the best <laughs> eulogy to Bobby Knight in like five (laughs) seconds. He then took us to school on what true discipline looks and feels like and then he had his baby in the background. Triple threat. Come on with it, Dan. You better make my morning. Shoot up in here. See, and I'm glad that he reminded me the babies are listening. So see, I got to be, I got to be even now more careful because you know the babies are listening to DT. Now look, I don't like kids, but I love the babies. <laughs> kids between the ages, let me let me clarify. I don't, and you know what? Let me quit saying that because it's not that I don't like kids. I don't like the way parents let their kids act in public between right. the ages of about three going up to about eleven.
2: Uh, speaking but of what, discipline, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, but no, Dan brings up a great point. In in terms of you can't discipline your kids out of anger. Yeah. And and I'm so glad he said that because that resonated because there were times as, you know, when I was bringing up or raising my kids that I had to check myself. Because coming home from a, a bad day at work, working in a predominantly white environment where you just literally deal with microaggressions and unconscious bias and, you know, just passive aggressiveness every day. That adds up, and what we as black parents can't do is allow that to then take us to a place that's very abusive, and not just, again, physically, but verbally and emotionally abusive to our baby. So, Dan, thank you for reminding us here at Truth Nation the importance of making sure that your discipline is not a result of your anger from somebody that had nothing to do with your kids.
2: Yeah, and, and with Bobby Knight, and that's the thing, too, that people will remember him as as being just this disciplinarian, but you got to know there was a reason behind it all. There was a reason behind him not even recruiting Players that had tattoos, or he didn't allow tattoos. He didn't allow earrings, and and people at this time, when this was the whole movement, I need to express myself. I need to express myself. He was <laughs> telling it again. Like, you so know how say, I was. It. Oh, I need to express myself. And, you know, like there's other ways to express yourself than to do those things, and that was part of his discipline. That was the part that it meant – it it was a bigger picture. It wasn't just, all right, I'm old school, I don't want this. Just like there probably won't ever be names on the back of Indiana's jerseys in honor of Bobby Knight because his thing was it's not about the name on the back, it's about the name on the front. Be a part of something bigger than yourself. And that was part of many disciplinary tactics that he had.
1: Coach Knight, thank you for everything you did for the state of Indiana, for the city of Bloomington, for the NCAA. Rest in peace. We appreciate and thank Well, let me not speak for everybody. I do, and that wouldn't hurt. Um, we're going to take a break. But before, because we were talking about disciplinary action, On the Truth talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, Thomas says, My boys were raised twofold. Mama, my wife was the belt and was the long, angry talker. No, I was the long,
2: angry talker, he said. Oh,
1: I was the long, angry talker. Thank you for that. (laughs) Uh They would have rather got a belt than me because they say I made them feel super guilty and hurt because they felt they disappointed me, especially my daughter, to this day, and she's 37. Thank you for your text, Thomas. Again, the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. When we come back, we're going to get into, now that we've talked about the results of disciplining the Big Ten, y'all, y'all wait <laughs> till y'all hear this, this mess. This Ooh is what happens when you don't have people like Coach Knight coaching. Oh. We're going to talk about this mess man, that's going oh on man. in the Big Ten. Telly, you're going to be busy this weekend, brother. Oh, you're man. listening again. the Truth <laughs> Be Told with DT and Telly. Stay tuned. We'll be back.
0: Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017thetruth.com.
2: It's college month on the award winning 101.7 The Truth and we want to help your young scholar get those free scholarship dollars. All month long we will be highlighting local universities who offer full tuition scholarships and local organizations who help students find thousands of dollars in scholarships each year. So be sure to tune into 101.7 The Truth all month long so you do not miss this important information on how your student can go to college and be debt-free. College Month on The Truth is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, American Family Insurance, Gruber Law Offices, and Associated Bank.
1: Speaking of college, now y'all know Telly Hughes is the award-winning, two-time Emmy Award-winning broadcaster who is a reporter, official reporter for the Big Ten Network. So we talked about Indiana University as we discussed. Bobby Knight passing away yesterday. Legendary basketball coach, Bobby Knight. Speaking of the Big Big Ten Network.
2: Mm, 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 mm.
1: (laughs) Ellie. Discipline. You can always tell people who have not had discipline in their lives. What's going on?
2: Oh, my gosh. At
1: the University of Michigan.
2: Yes, yes, it is. Not looking good for Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. And uh, if you recall, do you recall when the New England Patriots had the whole spy gate yes. going on? Okay. Yep. Well, this is pretty much going to be on that same level if it doesn't exceed it. So the NCAA has been investigating Michigan for nearly two weeks as the Big Ten confirmed the NCAA's sign stealing investigation on October 19th. Since that report, ESPN has reported that Michigan staffer Connor Stallions emerged as the centerpiece of the investigation and has purchased tickets to the games of 12 of the 13 Big Ten opponents over the last three years. So let me break it down. That's all the, the, the TV jargon. I'm going to put it to you like we talking at a sports bar. So basically, there was a Michigan staffer (laughs) who purchased tickets to every upcoming opponent for Michigan, and he would purchase these tickets on the 45-yard line up a little bit on each side. And there have been times where he has paid other people to take these tickets that he purchased by the way with his personal credit card with his name on it so much of a paper trail but he would have them record the sideline the entire game and get their signs and this is why they say this is sign stealing so when they found out that okay by the way Overall, Stallions had purchased tickets to more than 35 games in at least 17 stadiums over the last three years. So what do you think he was doing? Do you think he was just there just touring and, oh, this is a cool stadium, or was he actually doing this? And the more time and the more evidence that comes out, it doesn't look good. So what did Jim Harbaugh do when this first came out? He suspended him. And then he said, I have no idea. About this. I I had no idea he was doing this. And now that more and more information is coming out, this is going to be a tough one, DT, because Michigan is ranked number three in the country. And oh, by the way, Jim Harbaugh started the season on suspension
1: because of something else. See, this is what happens when you don't have Coach Knight in your life. See, see what happens when <laughs> you don't have a disciplinary? When somebody doesn't hold you accountable to acting like you got some sense. See? See? See what happens? See this what happens is... when Joe Jackson don't get no love?
2: Oh man, oh, man. I'm telling y'all. So we're we, talking... need to bring,
1: we need to bring discipline back.
2: Yes. We're talking another spygate on a whole nother level. And uh, this, this doesn't look good. I... At first, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, man, this is probably nothing. You know, people do this all the time because clearly he's not the only one. He just happened to get caught. And, um, and yeah, yeah, wow. And, and all the Big Ten coaches, now that more information is coming out, they are really pushing for the commissioner to take some type of action. But the Absolutely. Com- yeah, but the commissioner is like, look, man, this is – Like, it's all about money, DT. It's all about money. And power.
1: Because
2: here's the thing. When one team is good in a conference, there's this thing called revenue sharing. And Mm. if Michigan makes it to the national championship game, they get so much money from TV deals, and this, that, and the other, but all that money doesn't go to Michigan. They spread it out throughout the Big Ten. So if Michigan makes it to the national championship game and they're promised $500 million, each university may get $10 million. So Purdue may get $10 million just because Michigan is in the national championship game. Now, do you think anybody wants them to rat them out? Knowing that this type of money can be coming? Absolutely not. And they just signed a Absolutely seven not. billion dollar deal in the Big Ten. Seven billion okay. with a B.
1: Can I just I'm I'm starting to get Are we now in the time where being a billionaire or billion-dollar transactions are common? Because I be hearing the word billion every time I look up in the news and I'm just like I'm just trying to be a millionaire right now.
2: Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> it's, it's one thing to have a million-dollar business. Like I tell people that all the time. But to actually have, after everything has been paid for, to say I'm a millionaire. Yeah. But it seems to be now the goal is to be a billionaire. But I don't know because Biggie taught me a long time ago, more money,
2: no mo problem. come on. And that's what your boy was able to broker, your boy Kevin Warren, who is now the president of the Chicago Bears. He yes. was the Big Ten commissioner that brokered this deal to get the conference seven billion dollars through this TV de- network deal. Yeah. So, but how,
1: how about you broker some wins for the Bears? Broker that? <laughs> how about that? See, you got me started. You know, you know that's a trigger. That's a trigger, <laughs> well, Telly. I
2: mean, we will go broker into some it. Wins. I, I mean, that's what's out now. I'm sure we'll keep you updated on this story as we continue and as more details come out.
1: Speaking of sports, this is crazy because you know I live in Dallas. (laughs) So I went to dinner last night. I date myself. And so I went to dinner last night. (laughs) Now you would have thought on the way back home, I didn't realize that the Texas Rangers won the World Series title last night. Yes, they did. I'm I'm in downtown Dallas. Now, where is, where do they play? They play in
2: Arlington, but they to your, to your credit, DT, the game was in Arizona last night. Oh, okay. Because they won like, the World Series so in Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, they won it in Arizona, because I was like, man, it is too quiet to be a World Series champion city. Oh, I'm but sure the bars were it.
2: popping. You just weren't in them, but uh, I'm sure the bars were popping down there. <laughs>
1: okay okay all right no thank you for that so shout out to the texas rangers for winning their first world series title i know we got folks listening from all over the world the country so for those that are from dallas or live in dallas or live in texas or whatever ties you have shout out to you yes congratulations again to the texas rangers for winning their first world series title
2: And by the Uh, way, DT, they play right next door to where the Cowboys play in Arlington. They just built them a new stadium. So, yeah, that's where they play.
1: I get it now because Arlington is, oh, man, that's about a good 40-minute drive. And if this thing called life where I'm at right now, I don't like to drive beyond 30 minutes. That's why I live where I live (laughs) in Dallas because I'm literally seven to eight minutes from downtown Dallas. We come back from break. Y'all, we're going to get into some truth swiping in the second hour. And we got a really, really fun and engaging edition of truth swiping. We want to hear from you. The truth talk and text line is 833-212-1017. In addition to some hot topics and truth swiping, we're going to make sure this next hour is super fun for you so that you can get your weekend started. We will be back.